0: Testing one, two. Yo. Yo, yo. We got to get these green jobs. Steve Jobs. <laughs> He's <laughs> dead. They're dead. Putting in solar panels. Getting in the history annals.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: The moon's in retrograde. <laughs>
2: the moon. Getting energy from tidal waves. ruins in retrograde. We got to get these green jobs and get paid.
0: There you go. I was the other day thinking about a white Christian environmentalist rapper. I know know one. (laughs) They exist.
2: No, I know one that does stuff with Sierra Club. I'll send you you the link afterward. I want to put him on blast on here because I think you'll know who I'm talking about.
0: I'm having a hard time because um, I've been reading two things on the Green New Deal lately. that new Naomi Klein book and that A Planet to Win, Why We Need a Green New Deal. It's right there, actually. Um, <laughs> and it's like the. I mean, I agree with everything in it, but I'm s- I've am been so jaded by the environmentalist movement, by the just transition stuff. Like, I remember at some of those meetings, they would literally bring out, like, rappers who would rap about green solar panel drums. <laughs> it was so corny.
1: We truly are like the. Just barely survivors of the just transition movement. Yeah. Like we are we have been through something. We've survived something and we're still going through it.
2: Let me you know how they say there's a world to win? Yeah. Not with cringe though. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't win a world with cringe. It's true. You're not making it's the true. environmental movement cooler, you're making rap worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, whose song is this?
2: What? That was a freestyle. That was a freestyle. That yeah. was your freestyle. That was off the I was I was off the, top. Was off the
0: dome. I went out to take a piss, and I was like, got to get <laughs> these green jobs." What rhymes with "got to get these green jobs"? <laughs> I'm from Hobbs. Got to get these green jobs. Oh, uh, but that's the th- that's the unfortunate thing about it. It's like we do need a something called a just transition, but maybe we need to stop using that term. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know. I don't I still have not quite figured out how to
1: I don't think words are necessarily our problem. I think it's probably people and um you know, well of course corporations, but
0: Yeah. Well I think you're right, it's that the environmental movement has mostly been staffed by people who've never had real jobs. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> it is true.
2: I uh, feel yeah. like I bring a workmanlike approach to that bourgeois world, and <laughs> even I, even it's starting to consume me. And
1: Tom's like, "Listen, people, if we work hard enough, we can get this pool painted in two days." <laughs> I was looking at it.
2: God. <laughs> I used to do that shit. It was not fun. Oh,
1: painting the city pool.
2: God, blazing sun.
1: Paint it green. Bowl.
0: Yeah, paint it green. <laughs> um, y'all want to hear something really gross? Please. Uh, this is up there. This is maybe.
1: Now you asked, but I haven't answered yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, go ahead. Um, you have consent now. So, like on my stovetop, um, mm. there is an a space between the top of my stove or oven and the bottom of the burners. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's like a an open space underneath the burners themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so food can get called a grease trap. Okay, it's a grease trap. Yeah. There you go. Well, food will get down in there. Well, so will mice. So will mice, and they like to cook one. No, I did not. I but have before. Really?
1: There, when I moved into that Cram Creek house, the yeah. house there was a mouse. There's a mouse in the was living, grease trap was living in the oven. <laughs>
0: <sighs> well, this my that's this a mouse, stench
1: beyond belief. Well,
2: imagine that blessing. Oh man, <laughs> an infinite food
0: source, but every couple of days somebody turns it up to five hundred <laughs> degrees, and you fucking die. But my okay, so my mouse was just using it as a hangout spot, which meant that he was pissing and shitting. And so every time I turn my smoking cigarette, toilet you know, <laughs> drinking Mountain <laughs> Dew, again
1: he was bringing Code things zero. in yeah. to that
0: spot. Well, every time I turned the oven on, my kitchen would smell like piss. And I was like, did the cats get up here? Did they pee on the stove? But no, it was piss. (laughs) Mouse piss. Heat it up. Heat
1: it up. Make it real (laughs) good. Real juicy.
2: Boiled mouse piss. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. This
1: is in our studio, friends. This is where we are currently (laughs) recording. Yeah. Peak conditions.
2: I was, when I worked at Summit... I'd have to clean the grease trap out every once in a while because if you didn't, you would know about it because it would come up and there'd be a foul stench. Oh, okay. And it was like you just pop the lid off of it and you got to put gloves on the whole night, but I made the mistake the first time of not putting any, like, nose plugs or, like, anything on. You're talking, like, months and months and months and months of, like, grease and fat and all manner of... And it's like... The first night we did that, I popped the lid off of it, and I immediately went. Pleah! And I don't do that. Like I have a like a high tolerance for like, yeah, grief. I'm like I don't. I try not to throw up. I have a metaphobia.
0: So a Deep throat. Oh, I hate throwing up. I will it put it off as long as absolutely possible. Oh yeah. Yeah. I cannot fucking. Puke can causes
1: it. all kinds of other problems mentally, physically, emotionally.
0: It does, One it puke. sends me spiraling.
1: Oh, yeah. It, every time I do it, it's like my lips peel off because my stomach's so acidic. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just feel like uh, I need to just bury myself alive. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ooh, speaking of Summit, uh, we had a good show there this past weekend.
0: Did you? We did.
1: Yeah, it was really nice. Was it fun? It was fun. I had a good time. Except for... Summit had, someone had recently found a bucket in the basement
2: That they popped open Probably from the Tom Sexton era <laughs>
1: Probably It was completely filled to the grim with gnats It was a gnat nest <laughs> An entire bucket And some poor lowly nut Just popped atop and so, summit it was completely filled with gnats, the whole building, all night. It's like
2: a biblical plague.
1: And they had hung, it was so bad, they hung like flypaper in the bathrooms.
2: Oh my God. In January. Bad. It was rough. It was so
1: bad. <laughs> Ophelia was there. Ophelia, she's three. And she was like, uh, uh. She was like pointing out gnats. She's like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, even she, she was like, what is happening in here? she kept going stupid bugs that stupid reminds me bugs.
0: i meant to tell you this so someone um i know i won't name her but um a friend over in Heinemann, uh she was um she was like yeah i've been hearing about this place i read about it in uh ronnie lundy's book it's like a james award-winning place or something like that she was like she was like but it doesn't really seem like a
1: talking about summit city, summit, summit uh, okay, city. I, can,
2: I can confirm that summit <laughs> city summit city was a lot of things but it was never a james beard award
0: winner <laughs> I, I, I it was funny though because i was like oh i see she's what got her <laughs> wires
1: crossed <Yeah. laughs> now it is truly a 150 seat capacity grease trap
0: uh, yeah absolutely
1: michella's jacket to this day a week later still smells like grease
2: Yeah, there's no ventilation in there. There's no
1: ventilation. It is so hard to be in there.
2: The Summit's best era was like... Not now. 2013 to like 2015. 2015 was like the last good year for Summit, I think. That was
1: pretty good. I thought it was good before
2: that, too. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. One I mean, of my
1: first times in Wattsburg, I partied at Wattsburg at Summit City, and I had a fucking blast.
2: I did too. That you. was like
1: 2010, probably.
2: It used to be like Sodom and Gomorrah in there. They had curtains <laughs> that they would. There was like a line. That was
1: 2009. Wouldn't they open? Oh eight. Oh seven. Mm-hmm.
2: And I came home from college, and Thought I was like, wow. "Wow, like this is, oh, this is awesome!" Like, I mean, just like fucking packed out the door. Like Jason Isbell was playing. Yeah. And they had a curtain. And you would pull the curtain to cover the windows and the doors so people could go in there and drink and nobody would know who was in there. It was almost like a speakeasy <laughs> or something.
1: Amazing.
2: But it was like Summit, for those that have never made the trip, and, you know, it's uh, it's still there and it's whatever, but... <laughs> it's whatever. During its heyday, during its heyday, uh, it was kind of like high-toned, like, yuppie bar meets dive bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was an interesting blend.
1: Depending on who was chefing at the time, you could get some really good food there. Summit City brunches on Saturdays used to be top notch. Yeah, it's still nice in there. It's still an art gallery, but the art is weird. It's like flea flea market (laughs) art, is what it is.
2: Which is can be good. There's like this one. It's like uh, where you take like what do you call it when you like burn the like wood burning, wood burning, itching. There's like this collection of logos, like sports logos, uh-huh. and then uh-huh. there's like it's like Kentucky, Louisville, Duke, North Carolina. It's like okay, it's you know pointing out the rivalries, and they'll just throw something weird in there, like University of Iowa, Hawkeyes, and I'm like, <laughs> what's I got to do with that? And then a Ford truck and a rebel flag. Yeah, <laughs> All no, on, it's like
1: All in one collage.
2: It's subversive, I guess. <clears throat> I don't know.
1: It used to be wall to wall. Remember when it was just like wall to wall IKEA furniture, couches, and stuff. They used to have in one spot a bunch of board games. Yeah. We had rook nights in there. He used to play rook tournaments. Yeah. From rook tournaments at Summit, I got sucked into a rook tournament and card night. ended up playing poker. It was like rook one night, poker another night, up Kingdom Come Creek. Remember that? Yeah, That was a scene.
2: Me and Terrence lived together and we'd all the time have people like Richie Cotson. Rich, Richie Cotson. Richie and four million albums sold. <laughs> uh, We've got Glenn Hughes from Deep Purple coming this Saturday night. <laughs> oh, my God. Need, need a place to take a shower, man. If you don't care, let let Richie and shower in your place.
1: <laughs> Once he caught on that you had a nice bathroom in the apartment, it was over. Uh, let him shower in your place.
0: Yo, putting carbon in the atmosphere. The ocean's going to be filled with all our tears because <laughs> the world's getting too hot. All this carbon is a lot. Too hot?
1: <laughs>
2: hey, let me ask you. Let me redirect here for a second. Let me ask y'all what y'all think about Vexit.
0: Oh, dude, that was on my list of things to talk about today. Thanks for bringing it up, Tom. Uh, do you know about Vexit, Tonya? No. So. Do
2: you I mean, know who the Honorable James Justice is? <laughs> James. James Jim Justice III. I third. do, I do. The governor oh, is of...
1: Vexit Virginia?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he. So basically the broad strokes are that he and uh, Jerry Falwell <laughs> Jr. Yes. Are trying to entice poor, disproportionately white Virginia counties to... Uh, secede from virginia and, and join, join west, west virginia. virginia join
1: west virginia yeah. yeah wow and it's centered around is it like wise county dickinson county or Northern? i would imagine it probably could, those, yeah i yeah. think it's
0: an open invitation
1: oh it, you don't even have to board <laughs> i don't with think state. you have
0: to be contiguous is that how you say that yeah contiguous. They, wow. contiguous
1: what do they have to gain from this power i guess and voters
0: um, I think it's more like. I think they're trying to create an ethnostate state. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I guess what's going on. That's
1: a pretty deep.
0: Uh, he, Jim Justice says if you're not truly happy where you are, we stand with open arms to take you from Virginia or wherever you may be. Um, Which
1: is not true. Absolutely. If you're white.
0: Right, right. <laughs> like,
1: if you're white and conservative.
0: If you're a refugee, get the fuck out. Yeah. Okay, yes.
1: so are they going to make a sanctuary city?
0: Well this is I think it's specifically geared towards the Second Amendment sanctuary counties, well. isn't it? Tom? Oh is that, yeah. Jesus I yeah. Mean, I think that was the, the subtext. Oh because like Virginia has an entirely democratic uh like General Assembly now. I don't House know what the delegates. F- how yeah, whatever the fuck theirs is. I don't know what it is. And so um yeah, it's Republicans basi- are shitting. It's basically yeah, like if you need to run away to the mountains mountaineers are always free (laughs) (laughs) but okay so uh, in Virginia Democrats have the governor's office in both chambers of the legislature they have used the new legislature majorities to push legislation that would expand access to abortion voting a ban on housing discrimination background checks for gun owners and an increase in the minimum wage but here's another thing, though. Like They've refused to do away with right to work. Which is, Virginia has? Yeah. I mean, they've got both houses in the legislature and the governor. That's telling. <laughs> Fucking do away with right to they're work. Still they're like,
2: oh, it's on the books. No one do about it. Instead, they really
0: like it. Instead, they're going with the minimum wage issue. Which is a loser,
2: honestly. It's not even something Bernie really even talks about much anymore.
0: You're right. It's five not for fifteen's
2: just not really been in the it's consciousness. An issue. It's
0: not enough.
2: Oh, I mean that's the obvious thing. You know?
1: Yeah, because it's like, what do, how do we keep pushing a campaign? Well, because it, it's going on what ten years? Yeah, five for fifteen's been going on at least ten years.
2: Right. And, and now, now it's kind of obsolete.
1: It, it's totally obsolete. We need to fight for twenty five now. <laughs> <That's
2: right.
1: laughs> I think we need a we need a rebranding. Uh, yeah. We need twenty five dollars a fucking hour to survive. That's <laughs> sick.
0: Yeah. Um, the entire issue came up a few weeks ago with a resolution sponsored by Senator Charles Trump. Charles Trump. This <laughs> is his name. <laughs> Um, it's like in the 2000s when there would be like 20 george Bushes. you know what i mean there'd be yeah. like state state legislators and like and none of them were related <laughs> they
1: right? were all changing their name to george bush to get elected george
0: q bush george <laughs> p bush yeah that's what this
2: p guy's done i refuse to believe there's another trump family <laughs> because yeah. even though those trumps are made up like they changed their last name from oh did from they? trump or something no,
1: Trump. Really? Is that
2: true? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what the liberals. you know, that's in that right? Donald?
0: Is that why they go with Trump? I, thought I think it was it's just why. A funny. We stand strongly behind the Second Amendment, and we stand strongly behind the unborn. Said Justice, whose reelection bid his opposition in <laughs> the both the unborn, the upcoming primary and general elections.
1: Fuck you after you're here, bitch.
0: Um, let's see. If you look at. A lot of the people in the Shenandoah and the Blue Ridge and even the south side of Virginia, they're very similar culturally, demographically, and a lot of the gem- geograph- geography is the same. I'll give you two guesses <laughs> what that means. <laughs> yeah, pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> really laying it on are It's pitiful. It's
1: just so sad because the original language of sanctuary cities was literally about migration. They they have they're co-opted people. They've co-opted everything. They've co-opted
0: the language of migration. <laughs> trying to humanize guns now.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Probably. They're making
0: again. They're making guns will
1: be voting humans any day now.
0: This is a huge deal in New Mexico right now. I haven't been following it too closely, but it's been all over my Facebook feed because that's where the majority of my New Mexico friends are at. But they're trying to push a uh, a gun bill in New Mexico, and so. Um there's a, a new sheriff running in my home county that's, like, doing the same sort of thing that they did here, and that, that Danny Pyman guy did in Jackson County. You know, yeah. like, where sheriffs run as, like, protectors of constitutional rights and shit like that? Bananas. That, you know, it's funny, though, but that that is a
2: tactic that kind of works because there's a lot of famous sheriffs in this country now. <laughs> there is. Who's the guy Arpaio, from... Arpaio. Arpaio, the guy from Milwaukee. Is it Clark? David Clark. David Clark. Clark. Um... Yeah, Danny Pyman's kind of a lesser known, but it's all the same sort of playbook. It's like Tanya's been saying for years about like running for PTO. Like we have to find our niche office, yeah, yeah. that we can. <laughs> Let's need
0: to find the where niche. it's like, oh yeah,
2: it's like every fucking uh, PTO leader in the country is a communist, right? <laughs> you Not know right. I mean? that kind of thing.
1: I'm working out with a woman in Harlan County who was dead set on running for sheriff. She's like, I'm running for sheriff, of Harlan County.
0: As a which from which direction? As a uh, like. Progressive leftist, or like, I mean, she's
1: a liberal, but she wanted to decriminalize everything drugs and she wanted to lock up all the politicians.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) naturally, shouldn't Danny Pyman was a lot of money. (laughs) I've always wanted to tell that story because it's you went and interviewed Danny Pyman, I went and interviewed him. How here? did that go? I remember you telling me about it. So Danny Pyman was this guy. He was the sheriff of Jackson County, Kentucky, and he made the headlines by arresting the county judge oh, on man. live television. <laughs> he invited WYMT God. to record it, and he arrested him, which was pretty fucking hilarious.
1: Amazing.
0: Because he alleged that they were doing like corruption and all this. The, the sheriff's department had like no budget by the time that he was.
1: They're down there doing corruption. <laughs> <laughs> They done did
0: corruption. Well, the reason why Pyman was interesting, because he wasn't from eastern Kentucky. Danny Pyman was someone from, he was from like Montana or Idaho. And so the the story always was interesting to me because he was almost the inverse of the liberal do-gooder scenario. It was a right-wing libertarian guy who moved to eastern Kentucky to try to make his name as like a... uh, second amendment constitutional rights guy it was the it was the inverse of the liberal do-gooder <laughs> it Amazing. was like a vista doing ron paul type politics just swooping in there we had just swooping in to, yeah,
2: to, to changes to the gold standard yes. Revolution. exactly
0: americ americorps for
2: abolishing <laughs> the, the federal
0: i mean so he was so i i I was always interested in him so i went and interviewed him and by this time he had been kicked out of the sheriff's (laughs) thoroughly discredited thoroughly (laughs) discredited now he's even more discredited because he was um well when i went and interviewed him he was doing security for a hemp farm they had just started farming (laughs) hemp in jackson county and it was um it was fascinating because like I drove in and it was like a compound like security had to see me in oh wow there was armed guards everywhere Pyman came out just fucking absolutely armed to strapped. the teeth yeah like with all kinds of guns <laughs> and you got a little recorder and I had my zoom yeah, recorder Terrence's got out buterol in <laughs> a zoom recorder <laughs> <laughs> the true definition of bringing a knife to a gunfight <laughs> That was literally it. So I talked to him for like an hour and a half, and he just went on and on about, like, liberty and, like, the Constitution. So you thought you were going to get something juicy out of it. I thought I was. And it's honestly, it is kind of good. I still have all the audio on my computer somewhere. Did you
1: ever use it for anything?
0: No. I wanted to do a... This was when me and Tom wanted to do our bridge-sitting oh, podcast. Yeah. Which, which we might should still do. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: But um, oh, Lord. But he just got arrested, I think, a f- maybe a year ago or a few months ago for a... Uh, Actually, farming cannabis. I <laughs> oh, love that. <laughs> is, he, is, is he a sovereign citizen? Uh, he 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 probably is now. Yeah. He, he he honestly probably is at this point. I love that he was armed to the teeth at a hemp farm. Oh, armed to the teeth! And the hemp farm is crazy because. It smelled so strongly of like weed, but it's not weed. Although maybe now in hindsight, maybe it actually was weed, <laughs> 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 since he did get arrested. For that's that.
1: why it was. Why, that's why they were armed so tight <laughs> because they were. It was a hemp, right? It was actually just weed back there, but no one was going to get in to find out. That's
0: right. Yeah.
2: What's What's that old Apple Shop documentary about the sheriff that wanted to legalize weed? in Bluegrass, Wolf County,
0: Bluegrass Black Market. Yeah. yeah. Was uh, I think uh, Woody Harrelson is even in it briefly? Really? Yeah, because I think he was part of the sort of campaign to get it legalized. That's right. I think Scott, that's right.
1: Scott, speaking of the environmental movement, when I was doing shit with Mountain Justice, Ramps had talked. This is probably like twelve years ago. Ramps had talked uh, Woody Harrelson's people into putting him on a in an in an action on a strip job, and they like. It didn't end up working out because he had all these right handlers. Like, he couldn't actually do anything. These people had to go in ahead of time and set up a hammock for him and stuff. And he was just to be, like, brought in at the last minute and, no put, and like, shit. put in the hammock like a little baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, and ramps. Then wanted Rams to put woody like, harrelson in a manger
1: yeah they they, <laughs> the people like woody woody is not going through your nonviolent direct action training and they wouldn't have it they wouldn't let him come on if he wasn't gonna do the fucking training
2: that's nuts imagine <laughs> if woody harrelson would have sat into a da training <laughs> <laughs> now I, I got a question
0: now. <laughs> i can't do woody The palpable yearning in Virginia for greater freedom with our family in West Virginia grows greater by the day. That's Jerry Falwell Jr. (laughs) It's a rare opportunity. I don't think opportunities like this come along in history very often. Imagine being from a right-to-work state and thinking that you're
2: oppressed by liberalism. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just amazing. It is.
1: I mean, this is just like across the board right now it's it's not even like we keep joking that it's like 2006 politics or whatever but it's just it just it's just the most illogical shit that i can possibly fathom is that they that under a trump regime maybe still oppressed yeah that they still like because how how, where does their main the right at this point their main shtick is like we're the underdog we're like, we they've taken this on. Like,
2: <laughs> meanwhile, we're a 78 uh, year old heart that just had a heart attack away, and a lot of work that he would have to do to even get us within a range of you know, fucking hegemony again, right? Yeah. right. <laughs> That's how just far in the hole we are, yeah. And I'm thankful for Bernie. I'm not saying anything about it, I'm just saying that like, we got a lot of goddamn work to do. Meanwhile. They've padded out the legislature for generations. Truly. They control every level of government, just about it. Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: But all their speeches, all Trump is like, they won't keep us down. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just the biggest ruse. And I just wonder how long they can keep it going, honestly.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean they're obviously out of ideas, but I mean I do truly feel and I was saying this the other day in the DM, but I do truly feel that the right is sort of fractured. They're kind of visionless, like after Trump they're gonna have a really hard time trying to assemble together some sort a coalition. of coalition. They really are. I mean I, I I mean, yeah, I feel like they are. I, I don't ask me for evidence, but
1: Well, how are <laughs> they responding to impeachment? Every I I'm just so confused about what's happening.
0: Um <laughs> That's a great question It's
1: impossible All I know is follow. John Bolton
2: showed up And there was some sheet cake yeah. <laughs> That's really it's all It's impossible
1: to follow It's just I tune in for 10 minutes And it makes Zero sense Well it's a shame well,
0: It's a sham thing I heard someone On Twitter They were like Well, if they call John Bolton, we might have to call Hunter Biden Jr. (laughs) It's like, please. Yeah, at
2: least do something to make this interesting.
0: Please call Hunter.
2: (laughs) The biggest bloodthirsty ghoul not named fucking Henry Kissinger and fucking Joe Biden's fucking.
0: We thought Brett Kavanaugh's performance was the most drunken, um, drugged out performance we'd seen in politics. Wait till they get Hunter Biden up there. (laughs) (laughs) yeah <laughs> he's got a fentanyl patch on oh <laughs> and he's God. smoking a <laughs> yeah, He's totally bottomed out um,
2: fucking man. married his brother's widow and then impregnated his mistress and then he rocks it's just he just the ultimate uh, the just ultimate. ultimate male <laughs> Hunter Biden.
1: But didn't Mitch say something recently? Like, what is Mitch McConnell? Is he... What's he doing right now?
0: Well, I think that he... I honestly don't know. The last time I checked, he was trying to make it hard... Like, trying to make the testimonies in the Senate, like, shorter. To, you know, he was trying to keep this... Trying to wrap this up. Everybody has five seconds. Point. To hear the McGrath
2: <laughs> campaign tell it, he's crawled up in his shell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's terrified. <laughs> i have seen already some attack ads on charles booker that's probably a good really sign. yeah already yeah
2: interesting what, just trying to get him from stopping from even getting in the race
1: yeah it called him like his <laughs> aoc politics or something they're trying nice. to connect him to aoc <laughs> oh
2: i did see that yeah, they're just the
0: most popular politician in the country yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. no Kay. harm there
0: i did see them um well, look, I got something really good I want to read for you both today. You're going better to, than your freestyle? Way better than my freestyle. Way better than my freestyle. We will put this under the segment. Deeply, deeply diseased. Wow. We've not had one of these in a minute. I no, wanted, we
1: had one while you were out. Oh,
0: oh yeah, we did have
2: one. Had a a good, we had yeah. a pretty good one. <laughs> you brought it back.
1: My sister's rich neighbor moved out. She got all our
0: old stuff. But before oh. we uh, do that, I'm going to empty my bladder. <laughs> yeah, I got to
1: right. well, pick a bunch of cat hairs out of this mic. <laughs>
0: All right, this week on Deeply, Deeply Diseased. um, This one's really good. It came out a few weeks ago, and I was a little late to it. um, But it was in The Cut, which is a, uh, I guess it's a...
2: A left-wing women's publication.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Left-wing is being generous. (laughs) (laughs) Joke. No, Sarah Sarah Miller is a regular contributor. Uh, Yeah, it's for New York Magazine. This is um, January 7th, 2020. The ladies who launch Lingua Franca and the rise of the resistance Socialites. I saw that by Marissa Meltzer. All right, one office of the fashion brand Lingua Lingua Franca is in a warren of spaces below the Jane Hotel, where Diane Jaffe, an embroiderer, is working on a white sweater with "We the People" stitched in red and blue thread that will sell for three hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs>
1: She's hand stitching the sweater.
0: Yes, for th-
2: yeah, yeah. I guess I'll so. tell you as the as the resident John's expert here. I know I'm, I'm familiar with Lingua Franca as a brand oh, even are before you? this. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lingua Franca's founder. Re- the names in this are really f- bizarre. Lingua Franca's founder, Rochelle Hruska McPherson is sitting in a room to the side that's separated by french doors picking at a hamburger and talking about how she started craving meat during her pregnancy. She has tussled b- blonde hair and is wearing wide-legged jeans, a com de Garçon, gar- Garçon <laughs> <laughs> Play a t-shirt and a charm necklace. She exudes jittery warmth.
1: Jittery warmth. Jittery warmth. Like <clears throat> coffee. Yeah, yeah.
0: I had crazy postpartum anxiety. I'm now proudly medicated, and my therapist said to try something—try doing something with my hands, she says of the brand's origin story. And I thought, well, Grandma Rita taught me to embroider. At the time, Hruska McPherson was running the party website Guest of a Guest, which she'd founded in 2007. That weekend in February 2016, she was in Montauk and followed her therapy's advice by embroidering Booyah on an old cashmere sweater. She posted a photo on god's plan (laughs) a flood of requests came from friends and family and strangers from their for their own sweaters with hip-hop lyrics and references embroidered on them i need to point out that hrushka McPherson is white just that is a pertinent detail to this story they wrote that no i (laughs) am editorializing here (laughs) and soon she started selling vintage sweaters she'd bought off ebay emblazoned with i miss biggie among other sayings, out of the crow's nest in Montauk, Leonardo DiCaprio bought one for whomever he was dating at the time that read, "Original gangsta." Haruka McPherson and her husband.
1: Wow. <laughs> Fuck it, is this real?
0: I I, I wow. wish it wasn't.
1: Whoever he was dating at the time, they couldn't. What?
0: It's a snide remark that the. He only dates women like under 25 or something.
1: Yeah, I think it's 23.
0: (laughs) Fresca McPherson and her husband, the Hotelier... (laughs) Is that how you say that? Hotelier? Yeah. Sean McPherson, who owns the Crow's Nest and co-owns the Jane Hotel, the Bowery Hotel, and the Waverly Inn, among other properties, liked to say hip-hop is the lingua franca of our time, so the line had a name. But what it didn't yet have was a conscience. All anyone ever does these days is launch their own company do they just buy each other's stuff wonders a friend who has watched these companies in their social web play out on instagram how many times have we sat around just thinking man all we do is buy start companies (laughs) you know what i mean it's not it's not enough just to launch a company though these days a small business has to be about something bigger These boutique brands place themselves in the lineage of a higher purpose, activism, wellness, sustainability, size, inclusivity. Clothes might be in the service of the hashtag resistance or about changing body norms. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. In other words, Radical Cheek has met the girl boss. The well-heeled in... um, Hold on. Let me me get past all this uh, background. Okay. Fresca McPherson will be the first to tell you she lives an almost comically rarefied life. She met her husband at a party at the Spotted Pig. They live with their two kids in a former butcher shop in the meatpacking district, and have beat the system edged inside their wedding band. The this, this, what? The Spotted Pig, by the way, is uh, Jay Z's favorite place to eat. That yes. tells you. But.
1: So they own it, or they live in it? What is it?
0: Um, she met her husband at a party there at the uh, Spotted Pig. They live in. And a, inside the ring says what? Beat the system. <laughs> Beat the system.
1: I am... Uh, are these... These are rich kids, right? They grew up rich?
0: I mean, I'm sure that they did. I don't, I don't know if you own... Mul- come to own multiple properties without... No, you in can't. In New York you City, can't. especially. <laughs> Things took a political turn for Lingua Franca after Trump initiated the January 2017 travel ban. At the time, the brand had three FIT students from Iran who were sewing for the company. When Hreska McPherson... <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I was like... Woke because they're fucking up your cheap labor supply. <laughs> this is this is
2: right. This is a new territory.
0: <laughs> they're pissed at the travel ban yeah.
2: because <laughs> their sewing interns
0: aren't gonna. They're not gonna be able to get
2: more
1: interns. Right. Yeah, which means they're not being paid. Yeah.
0: When Hruska McPherson, I can't like that name is killing me. Came into the office, they were crying, wondering if they could ever go home or see their families again. It was the first time in my white privileged life I had politics affect me. It's insane and ridiculous, but it's the <laughs> first truth. How old is she? How old is this person? <laughs> I don't know. I could look it
2: up for you real quick. I, she's probably in her 30s, I would guess, or 40s. And From,
1: politics have never affected you. And the you. first
2: time that politics have ever affected her...
0: Maybe. Is when the travel ban happened. I mean, there's a photo of her on this story, and she looks like she's probably maybe a little older. Than and us, only
1: but... because her unpaid interns were crying in front of her. She's
0: 36, so she had to deal 36. with that. That's a little older than us. Mm-hmm.
1: Jesus.
0: Um.
2: <laughs> oh my God.
0: It was. It's that's hilarious. I mean, if there's really no better example of how woke identity politics has been totally co-opted by rich people who have no incentive to have a class politics like that's uh, it my man my guy here's the thing if you own the
2: bowery hotel and the jane hotel you can't beat the system <laughs> no
0: you are the you system, are the system. <laughs> you are the system <laughs>
2: <sighs> this is the, i'm gonna tell you something this is the jay Zization of america <laughs> you know you just think that you could just you know with enough uh you know, paying lip service to enough uh, identity stuff that you can, you know, you can accumulate massive wealth, and then no, you know, nobody's going to take you to task for that. Right, right, right. You know what I mean, that
0: you can be morally, um, that your conscience can be clear, that you can be morally in the right at the end of the day. Right.
1: If you can uh, embroider enough hip hop lyrics into goodwill sweaters,
0: <laughs> it was the first time in my life my. My white privileged life I had politics fit me, blah, blah, blah. So she told the FIT students to channel their feelings into embroidery and made a sweater that read, I miss Barack. Hereska. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> the motherfucker who's deported more people.
0: Also,
2: the guy that has wrought more destruction in the Middle East than 85. <laughs> what Getting these kids from the, the, the region fuck. to sew stuff about a guy who led a wholesale
0: genocide in the region. I'm telling you, when I read this, I was like, this is. The Ark of the Covenant Who for Deeply this? Diseased. Yes, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs>
1: Who printed this? What, what's
0: this in? The Cut, New York Magazine. Left wing women's publication. <laughs> Left wing women's publication. Fresca McPherson owed Anna Carter, wife of Graydon. <laughs> Graydon Carter. Graydon? His fucking name is Graydon. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've never heard of Graydon Carter? He's had, He has like a huge beef with Trump at the moment. Uh, Tom, I'm sure you've. You're yeah, on. I know Graydon. <laughs> Not, I don't know. We go way back. No. They're the same frat. Um, he owns vanity. He's the editor of Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair. Fair yeah um, wow. Where did it? Where was it? yet?
1: So his wife is in on this embroider game. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Anne Car- Anna Carter, his wife, Graydon Carter's wife. Um, she gave her. Haraska gave Anna the I miss Barack sweater. Mm-hmm. Anna's really sophisticated, and it was a y color. She notes. Thousands of email orders followed, and just like that, Lingua Franca became the official cashmere of the resistance. <gasps> All right.
2: Oh, my God. If your
0: movement has an official
2: cashmere, <laughs> <laughs> you're probably counter revolutionary.
1: An official cashmere? Yes. Do they fucking hear themselves? She told this to a reporter.
0: Oh no, yeah. <laughs> okay, now this is this is the best part, alright? This is the money shot. This is the um this is the money shot. Now, along with California Love and Every Day I'm hustling, you can get lingua franca sweaters embroidered with I didn't vote for him. Nasty Woman or The Revolution Will Not Be Tweeted. Connie Britton wore one of its poverty is sexist, $380 retail but gifted to her from Bono's One Foundation to the Golden Globes the year after Me Too when everyone was wearing black. I just don't think of a $5,000 gown would have added to the conversation in the same way Britton tweeted. Reese Witherspoon bought a fr- a bunch that read "Times Up" for friends, including Meryl Streep, who wore it on Ellen. Let <laughs> well, me we keep going here. Lingua Franca's website calls the line a subversive underground movement to counteract the forces of mass production, mindless consumerism, and the patriarchy. Just kidding, kind of. Hey, let me ask you a question. Let me let me let me pause right
2: there and say, did y'all see this thing where uh, Deborah Messing and Don Chadle have a Twitter DM where they're organizing? Other famous people, no, against. I think presumably against Bernie, but maybe like I wouldn't for surprise Warren me. or something like that. Deborah Messing's a it's, huge uh, anti-Bernie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's out there, and it's so funny how you can get famous people to believe any goddamn
1: thing.
2: Really, <laughs> yeah, true. really. Uh, but also just hilarious this idea of like uh, them having like this Twitter DM and them using all the platitudes of like sort of nonprofit organizing. It's like so the listen. revolution will not be so. Tweeted. Deborah, what's yeah. your capacity this week? <laughs> well, here's what we're going to need from you. <laughs> we're going to need you to wear the sweater on Ellen. Uh, Don <laughs> Cheadle.
1: <laughs> this is they they are sending her her tweets. What well, she needs to tweet.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's funny that this. I'm reading this the day after Roxanne Gay tweeted like. I saw I had Susan Sarandon on the same flight as me. The restraint it took from me was incredible.
1: I mean, Deborah Messing tweeted at Kentuckians recently against Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like she thinks we elect him.
2: Do y'all remember Will and Grace? Oh yeah. Yes,
1: I've Twittered. I was like, "You gay baiting bastards! <laughs> fuck you!" Yeah. And fuck Mitch McConnell. Wait, we have an, We should
0: have an end to that because. Johnny through Johnny Cummings. No, through um, Nick Offerman's <laughs> wife, who was on Will & Grace yep. with Debra That's right.
1: <laughs> Megan Milani. Yeah, <laughs> Megan Milani's husband was on the
0: show. We'll see. That's we'll a good s- reminder. Who knows what's going to happen. The As the as the election becomes more and more real, and as it looks more and more like Bernie will be the nominee, like I think a lot more of these celebs will start peeling off to... Some sort of anti-Bernie resistance type. So,
1: what's their end game? So? What's if he gets the nom? What the fuck is their end game? Well, I mean, it's several. They're they're this. I mean, this is over money. Like they see their money going. Is I that could,
0: I could I could very conceivably see them doing a protest vote type thing, being like, like well, we're going to ride in Klobuchar." <laughs> Yeah, what? I could see them doing a protest m- vote movement or something like that. Like that's what the, the Roxane Gay th- tweet r- made me think of. That it's like these people will never vote for Bernie. What Roxane say? She said she was talking about Susan Sarandon being on the same flight as her and how it took her immense restraint to like not bust her ass or something like that.
1: <laughs> how Susan's <a laughs> you
2: imagine racist? Roxane Gay
0: yeah. and fucking Susan Sarandon getting <laughs> in on a flight on a fucking in first class. Flight. Yeah. Well, it's like the fixation on Susan friends is insane insane insane
1: <laughs> I don't even know about this i'm not in the I'm not in the verse enough. I'm not on the website yeah. enough apparently.
0: Um. But the, like these people will be anti-Bernie to the end. They will never vote for Bernie. Like I think most of the Warren people will probably vote for Bernie when yeah. he gets the number. Non- but why? But it's
1: for their. It's like because they are afraid they're going to lose their money. He's going to tax them, He's going to tax all their money.
0: Well, it's that, but it's also a, a cultural identity politics thing because he is the old white man who prevented Hillary from becoming president. Let uh,
2: me ask y'all a question: Had he not ran in twenty sixteen, well, for one, I don't think he'd have the coalition he has built today if he hadn't. But if he hadn't, what do you think those people would be saying right now?
0: They'd be saying the same thing,
2: probably. I don't
1: know, but he fucking rallied for her dumb ass.
2: But these people will trip over their fucking feet to go vote for Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the same shit. Maybe. Maybe they they won't, though. I mean,
0: (laughs) I can't figure it
2: out. I don't know. I just don't see, like, Deborah Messing and Don Chadle going down to the precinct to punch one in for...
0: They definitely won't for Bernie. They may for biden but i can very conceivably see them doing something so diseased as a protest vote thing like ratting in barack obama for a third term yeah or some yeah shit. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: yeah i just can't imagine this I, I don't know maybe i'm just
0: totally naive it's partially that tanya it's partially that they don't want their taxes to go up but it is also partially they conceive of politics as something that is fought on purely cultural grounds um, that's exactly right. Yeah, and so because they are wealthy, because that's the where elite, they
1: have power. Exactly, they have cultural power. Exa- that's exactly. I mean, right. they have money power too, but
0: that's exactly right. They have both, but um, but Bernie is threatening the money power and he's ignoring the cultural power. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: So they're this is but, they're but
2: offended. Bernie has a pretty solid stable of like high profile endorsements too, though. Yeah, I mean,
1: he just
0: got the fucking postal workers. Well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. the
2: most I'm talking about. Like in the, you mean in the famous, cult, you know, whatever. Well, yeah, I
0: mean, he's got uh, which is
2: which probably matters for fuck all, honestly.
1: Yeah, he's got Killer Mike. He's had he's had Killer Always Mike had for, Killer for a decade.
0: He's had Killer Michael in the bag for a while. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Killer Mike's actually his chief of staff right now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I mean, he's also got like uh, Mark Ruffalo and, uh, but I don't know. The thing about celebrity endorsements, like that was kind of the thing with the Joe Rogan endorsement, um, which we didn't talk about, like. I mean, on one hand, uh, I have no problem with it at all. I mean, I think people are... uh,
1: Since when do we care what the fuck Joe Rogan does or says? Exactly. exactly. Truly. Why would we care?
0: But I also think that there's a sort of overcorrection where, like, people are sort of jumping the gun, like, this matters more than anything else. And it's like, yeah, but, but you don't realize that, like, it's so hard to vote. And, like, Joe Rogan audience is probably mostly non-voters and it's so hard to actually go and get registered to vote and then go out to vote. Also
2: let me just say something too like the same people calling for Bernie to rebuke Joe Rogan's endorsement the same people that are saying coal miners should die because they didn't vote the way they wanted them to. That's exactly right. You know what I mean it's the same fucking thing if you think that we're all just a bunch of racist reprobates then you shouldn't want our vote either
0: you know (laughs) what I mean. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right yeah no I'm I'm, I personally i personally. I think it you was can be a, a
1: retrobrite if you have coal smudged on your face. <laughs> right. As long as you have coal valor. <laughs> you can be a sexist yeah. <clears throat> addict.
0: But the, 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 the celebrity endorsements don't matter at all, though. You're right. The ones that do matter are the postal workers, the u- nurses' unions, all those fucking unions. Yeah, people,
2: like- I, I, you know, listen, forgive me for thinking that an endorsement from somebody that does a job that a lot of people do <laughs> versus an endorsement from somebody that's like does something that not a whole lot of people get to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Right, right, right. It's like I, do we really care who ball players or actors or like exact. the 0000000000 repeating 1% of people. No,
0: teachers, nurses, postal workers, these are the people that make the system run. You know what I mean? Like the gears are turning at all times, and right.
1: they are the most truly fucked. They're exactly. ab- they, they've been absolutely fucked into oblivion. Yeah. At this point, teachers make less than minimum wage. If you factor in all the hours teachers have to work, they are absolutely making less than minimum wage. Man.
0: Yeah. And so their endorsements count for far more. <laughs> yeah. Than...
2: It's almost like teachers are the real rock stars, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the real movie stars. <laughs> um. So, anyways, fuck. Roxy and Gay and all those goddamn assholes. Um, but that's my opinion. No, nah. no, y'all probably have different <laughs> So, yes, while the line is sold at Netta Porter and Saks Fifth Avenue, the big wholesale accounts don't order anything political, Haruska McPherson notes, there is also a $380 Dream On Dreamer sweater, with $100 of that price going to the Undocu Neighbor Defense Fund. Once again what you were saying earlier showing how the nonprofit industry can benefit so easily so i mean it can fit so perfectly into consumer capitalism yeah you know what i mean seamlessly
2: i remember i guess it's probably back in 2016 2017 something thereabouts a lot of my favorite streetwear brands did a collaboration t-shirt that read God protect Robert Mueller. And I was never more ashamed to wear those brands after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. And you saw how that shit panned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter if God protected Robert Mueller or not. It's yeah. Nothing came <laughs> nothing of that. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At all. You, uh, they printed up the Mueller Report, sold a fuck ton of books to fucking maladjusted liberals, and then that was kind of the net result of that. People like Ruskin
0: McPherson and Roxanne Gay. They right. love the fucking Mueller Report. They're
1: still f- clamoring to it.
0: Um, lingua franca made a zine for its most recent collection on the cover shot by pamela hansen the well-heeled activist and model sophie sarah sophie flicker wears a beret embroidered with the her initials and a sweater that reads power to the people she has her hand raised not in a fist but a peace sign inside, <laughs> inside is not 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 <laughs> the, not
2: the aggressive fist of the black panther movement but rather the ineffectual peace sign of the hippie movement <laughs>
0: Very effective. <laughs> Inside is an array of women who are both political and social, including the Women's March co-chair Bob Bland and Dexter Jones, uh, jewelry designer, artist, freelance writer, Reiki Master, and Ruska McPherson with her sons Dash and Maxwell, who are wearing matching sweaters embroidered with bad Ombre.
1: <laughs> God damn y'all. The The circle jerk of these people, and the fact that they're literally just sit. they're literally they are having articles written about them because of their ugly sweaters it's just (laughs) it's so dark
0: oh there's it gets so much better ruska mcpherson is on the she should run board but joined with the caveat that she couldn't come to all the board meetings um she she should run (laughs) by way of explaining how busy she is ruska mcpherson points out that she used to change the collage behind her desk monthly and now there's no time to do it it includes jo- Joan Didion's Celine ad, a picture of Earth with There is No Planet B written above it, Beyonce, Biggie Smalls, and a card that reads Roses are red, violence are blue. I want to destroy white supremacy with you.
1: <laughs> These are white supremacists.
0: <laughs> absolutely.
2: These are absolutely white have, have y'all white watched the Juneteenth episode of Atlanta?
0: I have
1: no. Wait, Wait. yeah. Oh, yes. Where they go to the fucking party? The mansion, yeah. Yeah, where they go to the mansion? These people. Oh my god! It is. (laughs) Oh fuck! That is a dark episode. Yeah.
0: Dog, is that a mouse? (gasps) That was a mouse. Where? In that fucking thing. In what thing? It was peeking its head out of that middle drawer. He was just looking at. it. He's us. in the drawer. Oh my god! He was just oh, looking at it. Fuck!
1: Us. Oh, oh god!
2: All right, show yourself, coward.
1: They're probably in this couch. You got, you got, you got to, you guys do something. No,
2: One thing not. I've yeah, learned sure from working is. in restaurants is mice are everywhere.
0: They are just, vermin. Just,
1: just whatever you do, don't put out poison.
0: I live in a cabin. It's hard to get, not have mice, you know? Yeah.
1: Where are the cats, those lazy bitches? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, cats literally have one job.
1: One do. fucking job. Where are they?
0: <laughs> all right, y'all ready for the final lap?
1: PB was running kind of crazy <clears throat> earlier. That mouse might be driving her nuts.
0: All right. It's easy to look at the Lingua Franca universe, the mini collaborations, the slogan-based activism on Kashmir, of all things... Even the store on Bleecker Street, which opened on election night 2018 and is decorated with portraits of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Michelle Obama, and Maya Angelou, and find it all a bit like Marie Antoinette playing shepherdess at the Petit Trianon. Ruska McPherson doesn't see it that way. We're trying to build a brand that's not just about politics. It's consumers who care, who give a damn, she says. (laughs) Sean calls us vice for moms, which I don't think is true lingua franca's embroiderers for example you know this is good good honor for this make between $20 and $27 an hour and can work mostly from home with flexible hours I realized I never worked with women over 50 and there is all this women you get all this wisdom you get being around women in their 60s and 70s women who are caring for their mother or worked at the Macy's floor and were going to get evicted when they got laid off I can't fucking read Priscilla McPherson's learning curve is not over. She discontinued—boy, <laughs> i <I'll say. laughs> she discontinued certain sweaters. Do the right thing after enough people were offended. <laughs> she had a sweater that said it's "Do sparkly." Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she recently put up a post on Instagram of one of her embroiderers carrying a giant stack of sweaters. People were like, "Oh my god, we can't believe you're using plastic bags." <laughs> <laughs> but they're shipped to us like this it's like okay sigh yes this is a problem but i can't solve every problem sigh yes <laughs> the rest of mcpherson says while noting that the company is working with its cashmere supplier to change its packaging going too far the other way being too careful isn't our goal i didn't have this intention to st- Start this giant fashion company We are trying our best This is the truth We are profitable We've raised a ton of money For organizations We have to check our privilege Every day She says
1: <laughs> Check it
0: at the door Reska McPherson recounts An interview in which A journalist asked her About being a rich white woman Embroidering hip hop lyrics Onto cashmere Her response was What would you like me to do? Not celebrate these lyrics? Not give money? Not do anything with my life?
1: Yes <laughs> That's what I would have you do.
0: I'm not saying don't do anything
2: with your life, but maybe, you know, go go back to the drawing board a little Here, bit.
1: Turn your money over and go the fuck away. Yeah, I think that is a good idea.
0: Start funding leftist paramilitaries. Yeah, because we know you don't need to work. In the hinterlands. That's you what you have need money. to do. That's we're about, we're about to start needing to wage a protracted people's war from the mountains. Yeah, and yeah, we're we going to need, need cashmere money. to keep us warm. We need <laughs> cashmere and tanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly. In 2019, Lingua Franca ventured uptown, opening a 3,500 square foot space on Madison Avenue. The top floor is what Fresca McPherson calls an atelier, where 50 embroiderers can That's work. just French for store. <laughs> Where 50 embroiderers can work and the company can host larger events like stitch and Bitch Nights and Q&As. <laughs> the brand has expanded into swimwear. Used to be a
1: stitch and Bitch night at Summit City.
0: Yeah, there was, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm so not Uptown, but we'll see what happens. Upt- I'm so not Uptown. Uptown has money to affect change. There are a lot of conservative people up there, limousine liberals, or gauche caviar, as they say in Paris. Is she that type? I mean, I think it would be totally crazy to say I'm not. It would be completely bananas to look at my life and say I'm not, Gauche Caviar. I will say I never feel like I've made it. I come from nowhere and come from nothing. I grew up shopping at TJ Maxx in Lincoln, Nebraska. But I've learned to make fun of myself. The absurdity of this of this is a $300, $380 sweater and it's hand embroidered and that's what it is.
2: See, I say I want to know more about the girl in Lincoln, Nebraska that shopped at TG, TJ Maxx. That's way more interesting, this shit.
1: Good God, <clears throat> What did uh, you have me do? Nothing.
0: These people are one hundred percent never Bernie. Absolutely, one hundred percent never Bernie. Um,
2: the white gentrifiers ain't having no Bernie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's coming for their permits, yeah. <laughs>
2: dude. That is so. And let me tell you something. Here's another fear I have: is that like. Like in Kentucky, I, I was spouting off at the mouth and I was like, oh yeah, Bernie can win Kentucky. But really and truly, that's going to take a Herculean feat from like the gentrifying liberals of Lexington and Louisville not to turncoat him. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. They'd set it out before they'd vote for Bernie.
0: Yeah. This is what worries me so much about his chances in the general. I'm kind of of the opinion now that he's got the nomination locked. Yeah, I think so. He's got double really? digit leads in California. Yeah. It's bizarre. What happened? I think the the field fell away. The field fell away entirely. The field? You know, like Bernie, I think Biden, Warren, and Buttigieg, and Klobuchar were all chasing after the same electorate, and they started dividing it up, whereas Bernie wow. has always had a dedicated coalition, coalition of people, yeah. and so they were always going to be Bernie, whereas those other people, they were dividing up, they were just counting Splitting hairs, counting numbers. Yeah, people yeah. that aren't for
2: Bernie are. I mean, it's a coin flip where they're going to go. So they're all chasing the same electorate, and a lot of and a lot of them are even going to go Bernie eventually. Yeah, yeah. So
0: well, that's the thing. Like, I remember reading Chomsky way back. You know, the thing, something that Chomsky has said over and over over the years is that America is consistently more left wing than the governing structures. The yeah. governing structures are far more right wing than the actual. I should people. hope so. Jesus. And and I think that that is, you know, you think about, like, what it took to elect Obama in 20, 2008, and I think it's the same, it's going to be the same for Bernie. Yeah. It's like, there are a lot of people in this country who want healthcare, they want solutions to climate change, they want their student debt re- gone away, they want housing, you know, rent control and shit like that.
1: They don't yeah. want it. They need it. They're fucking desperate. Yeah. Like, there's no more desperation than at this point. Like, the top reason for bankruptcy is medical debt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the student loan student loan debt is, what, $6 trillion or something now? I don't even yeah. know. Like, this is some ungodly <laughs> number. And honestly, I do have a little happy story, a mom story. My mom just got back from 10 days of vacation with her rich cousin, my rich aunt, as we know. Sue to us yeah. Rebecca yeah. to them and when I asked them how it went she was like oh it was wonderful and I said oh well how soon she said she's great she's just wonderful my mom said I wish I'd recorded her saying it she said they just they just have so much money Tonya. it's kind of hard to believe it's kind of hard to believe how much how much they have it's really I, I don't even really understand it and I didn't say anything because this is the beginning of my mom realizing that you don't fucking earn money in this country. Right. And me and her, because I like, she just is always just offends them about like how they've they've earned all their, you know, they have every right to be this wealthy. And it's like, mom, they don't work harder than you. These no. people don't work harder than you. There's no fucking way they absolutely do not never have worked harder than you work. Right. And my mom makes like ten dollars an hour. Yeah. So she's finally starting to be like, yeah. This doesn't make any sense. No one deserves that much money. Yeah, they're they've bought two plots of land next to the marsh or whatever. Two houses, South Carolina, two, in South in Charleston, South Carolina.
2: Two. No huge offense to your family, but another deeply diseased rich person thing is building really nice shit on swamps.
1: Yeah, yeah, they love that. <laughs> love that. Just, it truly is on a swamp. Yeah. <laughs> it's right next to. I mean, they literally have a dock going out to a little tributary that gets you to the ocean with their on their jet ski. Yeah. And they bought two side by side house lots, so I can't even fathom what one costs, let alone two. And now she joked that Sue's calling it a compound because they're building such a huge place.
2: <laughs> they're calling it a compound because there's going to be armed guards encircling the property. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: have a they have a condo and they have a their own condo, not like a timeshare. They have they own a condo, which is an entire floor of a building in in like Fort Lauderdale or something like that in Florida. That's where my mom's been with them, and. I, I was there with them one time in Florida with my mom, and they are, so they don't live on the beach, but they have a clubhouse. Yeah. And when you go, you go to the clubhouse that they're a member of, and, like, they call ahead, and they get all of your, they just, like, put out all these umbrellas and chairs. They put all your stuff out for you on the beach, and you just have to walk out there and sit in it.
0: Damn.
1: I'd never seen anything like it in my life.
0: <laughs> mm
1: anyway more deeply diseased but even my mom is coming around to like no one should have this much money
0: right 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 well i mean so i i don't think that he'll i mean i i think that he's probably got the nomination bernie's probably got the nomination like are y'all scared at all good. of what the backlash will be I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very curious to know because it's coming. I I don't know what it's going to look like. It, I do wonder if the resistance libs will just take common cause with the Trump people. I mean, that the thought I, I think that's kind of preposterous, but at the same time, I've thought about it before. Like, they're going to fight it tooth and nail, and and the way that class works is that they will find themselves. It's like the picture of Hillary Clinton standing next to Trump. It's like they will find themselves more aligned with Trump than us, right? And- right. And so eventually, they're going to have to make a choice. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to look like. Either you're a class
2: mm-hmm. trader or you're not, and that's it.
1: How's your texting been going? What are people saying? You getting any responses? Yeah,
0: um, I don't know. It's like mostly fine. Um, you know, you get some MAGA people who are like, "I'm doing better than I've ever been doing." You know, I'm making <laughs> more money than I've ever made. Like what well, Bernie's call me in April. It. Yeah After April 15th But April the thing six. about that Is that And you think You realize this When you're actually Texting or calling It's like Okay Well good. Best of luck to you You don't yeah, have I to enjoy. Try to change their mind You, yeah. you, you no, actually no should not to, yeah. yeah you just say You just mark them down As for Trump And you fucking move on Because you don't need them There are people who, Whose minds You don't have to change Yeah And that's how politics works Yeah You try to assemble The people who are Already in your camp Yeah In terms of like What they're experiencing Materially and and try to organize them and then go from there. Yeah. Um Yeah, don't try to cast a wide net at first Because you're just gonna drive yourself nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, we don't need these people. We don't need Fresca McPherson and we don't need uh <laughs> um, you know, middle class uh professional workers who are doing better than they've ever done before. You know what yeah, I mean? Because like,
1: they're tax breaks, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um you know, I don't know, it might get messy. Who the fuck knows? I'm feeling very optimistic, personally.
1: You love to hear it.
0: I've been feeling more and more optimistic lately. Um, Just because, like, look, you look at the long arc of history, things have to change. That's just the nature of history. Things die. They change. Maybe it's going to get a lot worse. Maybe, but it doesn't have to. Yeah. It could get a lot
2: better. Well, the good news (laughs) is when we think that it's going to get a lot worse, let's just remind ourselves what that will require. That will require a huge broad coalition of people just one by one stepping off the cliff. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we got the numbers and at a certain point, it's like, okay, we can can do this. This is manageable.
0: Well, I think we were pointing this out on the last episode is that, like, rich people are fucking up now more than they ever have. Yeah. they're, They're on skates. Rich people are on skates. They have the money and the power and the resources. However, you forget that, and this is a thing that you will notice if you look back at the long arc of history and especially study revolutions is that the elite can make mistakes and they often do. And Damn. they often <laughs> Especially at times like this. Because yeah. they all getting...
2: overrate their intelligence because they've ac- managed to accumulate massive wealth.
0: That's it. They're stupid. There are, they, they are, are stupid. They're getting weaker and dumber. This is how Bernie has been able to take the 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 nomination the primaries because they are so stupid that it, they didn't realize if they just would have united behind a candidate six months ago they could have fucking easily taken down bernie easily. but they're so fucking egotistical and egomaniacal yeah. that they they they've threw 20 different candidates at him and fucking completely wiped the whole field out and paved yeah. the way for him.
1: dave chappelle's <laughs> still out here gang gang yeah, yeah literally this week
0: yep it's so embarrassing.
1: He's yeah, he's putting out, which is just—it's amazing. It's
0: embarrassing, but it's not surprising. Honestly, it's not surprising at all. I mean, I mean, you get older surprised. and richer, you get more conservative.
2: That's just as quantifiable as anything. Yeah. yeah. Here's something I'm interested in, not damn interested in, because I was watching hypernormalization for the nineteenth time. <laughs> the other night.
1: You mean the hundred and 19th <laughs> time? <laughs> Why do you do this to yourself, Tom? Why well, do you hate I yourself? was thinking
2: about this, like so? You know, uh, of course, the whole premise is that like. These people that control the world lie to us. We know they're lying to us, and that there's nothing we can do about it, right? What if rich people are kind of having that sort of, that sort of like, paralysis, too, where, like, if we have these numbers. We're really pissed off about it. We're almost at an impasse because they can't do anything. We can't do anything about it, but also they can't really do a whole lot about it either if we get our coalition to a certain point. And I think about that, like... Uh, what if what happens if when we just bear down on them in like a real way? You know what I mean. Like, what could they really do? Like, could we really just render the global economic order ineffectual? You know what I mean? Will money have no value? <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, I think that I think we talked about it before. I mean, there's like capital strikes and stuff like that. And when you're and you're, oh. you're saying the seeds of that. Like the Jamie Dimon thing yeah. talks to you about capitalism, and then the one guy said, "You don't fuck with capitalism." Right, right. It's like, that's not intimidating <laughs> at all. I mean, people have fucked with capitalism and <laughs> toppled it plenty. I mean, there's plenty of precedents for that. Right, right.
0: <clears throat> well, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. I really don't know because this is unprecedented. You know, we don't know what it. When's the last time there have been like large scale? Industry strikes and street mobilizations in a way that crippled the system, like Paris, nineteen sixty-eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's 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 hard to envision because we've not seen it in our lifetimes. Right. And so, um, I don't know. We've just gotta. It's like we've said before. You just kind of gotta be agile and uh, on your toes. Yeah. At all times. Once things start going crazy, this is uh, this is again this is the lesson of all revolutions. Once things start going crazy. They may never stop. <laughs> like, sometimes things just keep barreling forward. That's the way history works sometimes. When you puncture through that veil, sometimes it just keeps fucking barreling, Go drilling into the earth. And you kind of got to ride it out. Yeah, You may lose your life in the process. You may get but- your head cut off. <laughs> but that's the way history works the brakes, kids. Yeah, it's, it's just the era we're born into sometimes yeah we don't really have oh, there, sometimes there is no driver's seat you know sometimes no one's at the wheel yeah. and uh you kinda gotta have to again stay on your toes
1: definitely feels like that right now
0: yeah the oceans are rising the, pe- the rich people are lying <laughs> <laughs> got these wind turbines
2: <laughs> Wait a that? Remember that? What we used? To, what did we say? The, the woke two chains, slut shaming and mansplaining, <laughs> cultural <culturally> appropriating. <laughs> <laughs> so what would be the green
0: version of that?
1: <laughs> woke two chains.
0: Um. Fuck. Um, carbon. uh Let's see. Clean carbon is a myth.
2: Uh, Wait, hold on a second. I got an idea. The Migos, but it's carbon offset.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, qu-
2: Quava. Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm We're finished.
0: That's a good one. let end it. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I have a plug. Oh, plug My us. My
1: sex ed um, website launched today. Oh, nice. Woo! What Sexy is it? Sexysexed.org.
2: Dot, dot orgasm?
1: Dot orgasm, yep. Nice. Sexysexed.org. Check her out. We dropped a whole map of uh, sexual health care in Appalachia.
0: I have so many questions. Mm. Um, Nice. Well, uh, go check that out.
1: Peace. Follow uh, us on Instagram
0: yeah follow us on Instagram too yeah we're Instagram? back on our Instagram Damn. our Instagram
1: is sexy.sexed okay and we are the Trillbillies.
0: that's right on
1: Instagram right
0: and Twitter and <laughs> platform and the tweets that's right um, go check us out on Patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trailbilly workers party
1: Tom is back
0: Tom's back sort of <laughs> sort of <laughs> thanks man glad you're home glad you're home um, alright well we'll see you later Bye.